Hi, I'm Ari Redboard. Welcome to TRM Talks. TRM Talks is brought to you by TRM Labs, the leading provider of blockchain intelligence and anti-money laundering software. We have a very special TRM Talks uh, today. I am joined by friend and now acting director of the National Cryptocurrency Enforcement Team of the United States Department of Justice, Claudia Quirez. And uh, Claudia, thank you so much uh, for joining me today. I've been wanting to do this for a while and uh, so glad uh, that we finally made it happen. Thank you so much for having me, Ari. Fantastic. Look, really excited to kind of delve into the new, new role, uh, sort of what uh, what's going on with NSET today, uh, but would really love to hear about your journey uh, into the space, right? This is not a uh, you know, brand new role career-wise, right? You've been working these cases for, for some time. Uh, would love to kind of hear a little bit about how you got interested in the crypto space and really kind of some of the work that you've done. Yeah. So by way of background, I have been a federal prosecutor for almost nine years. Uh, my home district is the Northern District of California U.S. Attorney's Office in San Francisco. Uh, and just I've investigated and prosecuted a wide range of offenses, organized crime, white collar offenses, securities, financial fraud, computer intrusions, and of course, now money laundering, digital assets and related offenses. Uh, I'm very fortunate that uh, the Northern District of California has been at the forefront of handling some of the most significant cases involving cryptocurrency for years. And so in 2019, uh, my office recognized the need for a digital currency coordinator for the district, and I was tapped for that role. So uh, I dove right in and recognizing the need for a focus initiative in this area. Uh, I just you know, started doing research, uh, teaching myself the technology, and I developed and implemented a digital currency program for the district. Um, and so as part of this program, um, I created a launched a cryptocurrency task force, a set of training programs for my colleagues, prosecutors in the office, and uh, local law enforcement agents, provided resources to support them in their investigations and prosecutions. Uh, and worked very closely with law enforcement to identify trends in criminal activity involving cryptocurrency and and digital assets and to streamline uh, criminal referrals for investigation and prosecution. Uh, Then the ENSET was launched, and in February 2022, I joined the team. Um, I was one of the first uh, group of members to join the team. And then in September of last year, along with... um, my colleagues Alden Pelker and Kevin Mosley became one of the uh, three deputy directors for the team. And then recently, with the departure of our former director, Young Choi, I became the acting director of the NSET a few weeks ago. Fantastic. Yeah, no, thank you so much for that. And, uh, you know, I, I'm a little biased here, but as a former AUSA, I love when the great work begins in the field, as they say, and sort of makes its way to the department in terms of really professionalizing that function. It sounds like that's very much what happened here. Folks like you in the field were doing this awesome work. And then it's like sort of we need a function like this sort of nationally at the department level. And 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 it moved towards that. It's it's really, it's really a cool story. Going back a little bit in that bio to maybe some of that time really starting out with these cases and then building them and building that expertise. Can you talk about sort of a couple of the seminal cases maybe uh, that really, I, I think, helped you really learn and understand the space? Yeah. So Ari, let me just preface this answer by saying that I have found no other area to be as engaging and rewarding as evolving technical, legal, and regulatory landscape involving blockchain technology and digital assets. Every case and investigation has been unique and challenging uh, and has inspired me to continue my work in the space. 
unfortunately, uh, my experience has been very broad. My investigations have involved mixers, tumblers, exchanges, uh, money laundering using crypto and digital assets, uh, fraud, cybercrime, um, darknet markets, seizure and forfeiture of digital assets, ICOs, tax fraud, securities fraud, stable coins, nested exchanges, and licensed money services businesses, you name it. So I've, I've again, I'm very fortunate that, that I- That is maybe the most comprehensive laundry list I've heard in a while about crypto-related crime uh, and sort of obfuscation techniques, but go 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 on. Yeah, so in, in so some of the um, the cases that have uh, from which I've learned the most and have been uh, you know, very rewarding. So in 2020, I handled the investigation that led to the seizure of almost seventy thousand Bitcoin stolen from Silk Road in 2012, uh, and and I also worked on that forfeiture litigation following that. And also last year, I was involved in the takedown of uh, Russian darknet market Hydra. Uh, and I've also had numerous investigations ex- uh, involving exploits in the DeFi space, uh, from which I've learned a lot. It's, it's fantastic. I mean, look, I, I think there's very debate on sort of regulatory and policy issues within the sort of crypto space. But I think anyone who's trying to build a new financial system understands that you have to take out players like that, the Hydras, the Silk Roads of the world. And it's just, it's such important work. And I, I, I think it's really important now that um, we have this function within uh, within DOJ that's that, that sort of focused on that. So to that end, in this new role, uh, maybe talk a little bit about, quite frankly, like stepping in here, how you see the role, how you see, you know, potential impact, and then how you're thinking about um, the national cryptocurrency enforcement team today. Yeah, so I, you know, I'm, I'm following the leadership of our former director, Anyang Choi, who did really an extraordinary job leading the team to where it is now today. Uh, you know, the NSET creation essentially formalized and prioritized the department's focus on responding to the public safety threats posed by cryptocurrency and digital assets. Um, and also just a little bit more background on the NSET. So the primary objectives of the team are, one, to pursue and support cryptocurrency and digital asset criminal, invest- criminal investigations and prosecutions, particularly crimes involving or crimes committed by cryptocurrency exchanges, uh, mixers, tumblers, and other infrastructure actors. Uh, the team also provides strategic and expert advice to the field on cryptocurrency cases. We conduct training for law enforcement and prosecutors who build capacity and expertise on cryptocurrency issues. Uh, we also serve as a liaison between the Department of Justice and its domestic and international law enforcement, regulatory, and private sector, so private sector partners. Um, the NSED has worked to like build a cadre of cryptocurrency experts across the United States Attorney's offices as well. Um, and we serve as a source of expertise, coordination, and training, um, you know, for a growing group of prosecutors across the country. Uh, while still in its infancy, the NSED has proven very efficient and effective. Uh, and so as a director, I oversee the team as uh, composed of over 20 detailees uh, we have attorneys detailed from United States attorney's offices from around the country, uh, MLR, the Money Laundering and Asset Recovery Section, CSIPS, the Computer Crime and Intellectual Property Section. Uh, we have detailees from the Fraud Section and the Criminal Division, from the National Security Division, and the SEC. So the team is composed of a group of truly extraordinary and experienced lawyers handling complex and sophisticated investigations and drawing on their own backgrounds and, ex- and experiences and expertise to, to pursue these cases and investigations. 
So the role of the ANSA director and as to lead the efforts in this evolving and highly technical area, both by serving as a manager and supervisor for the members of the ANSAT, but also providing advice and support to the divisions and departments' leadership on all issues involving digital assets. Um, and so as director, I provide guidance and set priorities for the team, responsible for, again, identifying areas of increased investigative and prosecutorial focus, um, you know, continuing to lead the capacity building and training uh, for the department and the greater law enforcement community. Uh, and again, really playing a primary role in setting the department's priorities and strategies as they pertain to cryptocurrency and digital assets issues. Fantastic. Um, as part of that explanation, you mentioned CSIPs. Um, as part of the announcement, really just a few weeks ago, that announced your uh, new role as acting director. The announcement was also that the NSET, again, the National Cryptocurrency Enforcement Team, was going to be merged into CSIPS, which is the computer crime section of the department. Um, would you talk a little bit about sort of what that merger, so to speak, means uh, for NSET, means for CSIPS, means for sort of the broader um, sort of cryptocurrency criminal enforcement uh, environment? Yeah, of course. And let me just start out by saying that this is a very positive development. Very excited about this. You know, by way of background, on July 20th, uh, the department announced that the NSET would be merged into CSIPs, creating a single office, consolidating the criminal division's expertise uh, in all aspects of our work to combat cybercrime and crimes involving cryptocurrency and digital assets. So essentially, the NSET is now a team within CSIPs, uh, transitioning its functions, including participation in litigation, policy, outreach, training, and even the digital asset coordinator network uh, within the CSIPs umbrella. Uh, within CSIPs, the NSET is going to continue its mission and its collaboration with uh, U.S. attorneys' offices around the country, which is, you know, a critical component of the team. Uh, it's it's going to continue its collaboration with MLARS, with fraud, with NSD, and other sections and agencies. Uh, we're going to continue to investigate and, where appropriate, prosecute criminal offenses involving the abuse of cryptocurrency in partnership with U.S. attorneys' offices. Um, and along with that, continue its robust detail program, um, you know, across the country, with prosecutors across the country, uh, and supporting U.S. attorneys' offices and other parts of the department on policy, outreach, training, and expertise, and supporting all types of criminal uh, investigation and litigation involving digital assets. Uh, NSET has built an outstanding group and culture in a short period of time. And we are very excited to have found a home within CSIPs, which is also an extraordinary section and very important in the department in leading um, cyber-related prosecutions and investigations. Yeah, yeah, I, I very much share that view. I mean, I saw it as really a statement by the department that says, hey, look, um, there's no crypto crime, right? Cryptocurrencies are going to be used in the commission of all kinds of different offenses. And while it was really important at one point to have a unit outside of everything else, it's really now part of sort of a much broader effort it seems like across the department, look, I mean, if if actors are now engaging in the digital battlefield, then so does every prosecutor, right, across the department. And um, it seems very much a, a recognition of like just that move to that digital space. So, so you know, staying there for a second, I think one thing that um, I often explain, so I'd love to have like expertise on here, is the way sort of the Department of Justice in Washington, D.C., so to speak, engages with U.S. attorneys' offices across the country, you know, as a AUSA, I was constantly having conversations with the National Security Division, NSD, as you said, CSIPs, MLARS, 
um, having, you know, again, like utilizing and leveraging that expertise. How is that happening today in the crypto space? And how is the NSET, uh, how, how does the NSET sort of allow for that? Yeah, so we are, we are a resource to the field, but we also partner up with prosecutors around the country on a variety of investigations. Um, you know, we have, I mentioned the Digital Asset Coordinator Network, which is a network of over 150 designated uh, federal prosecutors from U.S. attorney's offices and across the department's litigating components to be their like the digital currency ex- uh, experts for their component or district. Um, and, you know, it, 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 you touched upon something that's very important, which is, you know, in your experience when working with the U.S. attorney's offices and different components, um, you know, this is, you know, it's, it's the, the NSET um, relies on these partnerships and this is how we're able to have greater outreach. For instance, um, in, 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 and we want to have, continue having detailees from U.S. attorney's offices join the team. You know, we've grown significantly since, since the team started uh, and we've really expanded our expertise and our, and our outreach. Um, and so, so we want to continue that. Uh, from my personal experience, for instance, uh, my U.S. Attorney's Office in the Northern District of California, uh, the leadership in this office has been very supportive of the NSET and of uh, my participation in the team. Uh, both the current U.S. Attorney Izzy Ramsey and uh, former U.S. Attorney Stephanie Hines both recognize uh, the priority and need in this area. And so I encourage other U.S. Attorney's Offices to support in this effort um, and to, to, you know, to continue our partnerships uh, with with prosecutors across the country as we move into this, um, you know, increased prosecutions and investigations in the digital asset space. Yeah, just as a, a quick example, I was very closely watching the Bifinex case, um, and you know, the the defendants pled uh, last week, and you see Jessica Peck from the NSET, Chris Brown from the NSET, right, Alden Pelker from the NSET, um, really sort of. You know, not, this is not just a consultative role, right? These are prosecutors who are in the field and also as part of the larger DOJ effort who are who are prosecuting these cases. Um, I am not going to keep you much longer because you are very busy. Um, but let me ask you this: I always like to kind of bust out the crystal ball a little bit. Uh, what are what are the sort of the emerging trends you saw? I mean, you really went through in a really thorough way, kind of the, the issues that you're seeing out there, from obfuscation techniques to darknet markets to potential national security threats. But what's what, what's next or sort of what are you most focused on today or ensuring that the NSET is really thinking about? So in terms of what next, I can tell you what we have seen continue. So just to give you a couple examples, uh, pig butchering or crypto confidence scams, they continue to be a huge problem, right? Uh, I anticipate that those investigations will, con- will continue. Uh, we have uh, several members of our team have really been uh, leading the effort, Georgie McDonald, in collaboration with others, I mean, they've just done an extraordinary job in training prosecutors, training law enforcement agents uh, to to teach them how to investigate and, and prosecute these cases, and really work to try to give uh, funds back to victims. Um, so, so we uh, unfortunately we anticipate that that's going to continue, and it and it is and it is a huge problem. Uh, same with exploits, right? We continue to see huge losses. There's been statistics: is it going up? Is it going down? Uh, we still see a lot of exploits happening and and a lot of losses to to a lot of victims. R- really, really helpful and interesting. Did you just? I think you put them in those two buckets, right? We we just released a report that said we saw about nine point four billion last year in sort of fraud and crypto scams, pig butchering a large 
percentage of that working very closely today with Secret Service and FBI and HSI and IRSCI on those kinds of cases. But then there's this other bucket, right, where DOJ now has its uh, cyber uh, section within NSD to focus on sort of those existential threats, these attacks by North Korea, terrorist financing, that's real national security threats. And it's exciting to see the department engaged in all of those different areas. R really amazing. I think there's so so much work to be done and uh, grateful to have you leading the effort, uh, to have you on TRM Talks. And um, I really hope you promise to come back and talk about sort of the work in the next you know few months. Thank you so much, Eric. It's a pleasure. Awesome. Claudia, thank you so much for being on.